Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense. But we are a sub-science here to make things make sense. Today we are talking about doppelgangers, the German word for double goer. Are there people on this planet out there that look just like you, just like me, just like Mitch? Statistically, scientifically, what is going on with the concept of people looking the same? <laughs> Aren't there like famous ones like all the Chris's? Chris Hemsworth, Chris. Yeah, most of them look similar, but they don't all look the same, do they? Chris Evans, Chris, Chris Hemsworth, Hemsworth, Chris. Chris. <laughs> There's people screaming so loud. At us. What's the one from the spaceship movie? Evan, no, Chris. And from like um, Parks and Rec, Chris. Oh, Pratt. Pratt. Chris. Chris. They all actually kind of look similar. Like they're not they're doppelgangers. Not they're like just white but guys. Who sometimes are they're like, how are you just like, jacked white guys? Famous? Like you're all just jacked and i've seen a lot of you like at the gym that's all it takes oh my god yeah we watched a movie that greg had already seen that you made me watch about dogs what's it called oh white god incredible movie yeah it made us realize acting so easy yeah <laughs> they're dogs <laughs> and they were able to give oscar worthy performances yeah. so it's like it's not it's snow all about the director <laughs> it's not snow dogs energy where it's like funny family dog movie it's like a hungarian movie about like <laughs> essentially like resistance to the police and like rising up against like the institutions of like masculinity like it's like very dark and deep but there's this main dog that it follows that seriously acts like yeah. i don't know what they it's were acting. doing like its eyes were so <sighs> meryl streep found dead. like it was just like could this How dog do not it? get nominated for an oscar yeah. but no human oscar person would let that happen because they'd be too embarrassed to realize that like that's what acting like is. sorry like <laughs> timothy shalamala ding dong but like your job's easy um i would tell people it's a good movie but you prepared me zero for that movie yeah they're like death. mitch it's about dogs and like i was like i do not want to see a, a movie where like dogs get injured or like where dogs <laughs> are like losing you know what i mean yeah, they're and, so pure. But, and you were like no no it's all it's all fake it's acting I'm like i know it's not real like i understand the concept of how a movie works and then i just need you to know if you're sensitive to dogs like it is a great movie just go and knowing like it can be kind of intense you know they're like 
at war. You know, like dogs yeah, are going to get hurt. The dogs <laughs> legit have an uprising against the police, and the police do shoot numerous dogs. Yeah, but and so Greg was like, "No, it's yeah." And the middle crazy. of it, I was like, "Greg, why did you make me yeah. watch this?" He was like, "It's fake, though. Like they're not actually getting." But it was, was like, such a good movie that I was like, "Aren't you able to like enjoy it too?" Yeah, did you think it, it was just, good? It's like, oh yeah, no, it is a really good, it's okay, a really good. cool movie. I think I went in with the wrong mindset. I kind of was like, ooh, cute, like a little Airbud where we're like, the dog is the main character. No, you I know, there's like you. that episode of like, um, what's that show where they're high and it's like from the dog's perspective. Uh, didn't you tell me about this one time? There's a show, High Maintenance, is that what it's called? Oh, yeah. And one episode yes. is from the dog's perspective. You're right. That was and great. And you like, loved it. And I remember seeing a clip or something from it. And I kind of, not that I didn't think this wouldn't be a little intense, but I thought it would be more wholesome. Yeah, no, it was super <laughs> intense. But it was like 250 dogs were used in filming the movie and they were all rescues or from the street. And then by the end of the movie, they were all adopted. That's so they like took sweet. them and it's really cool. Like when the dogs are running down, like, they close like Budapest down and like did these crazy scenes with the dogs, like, like running, running through the streets. And it was so fun to watch. And it's the movie that made me want a dog Interesting. because it does make you love dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it makes does. you realize that like humans are the problem. Yeah. I just don't, I don't love seeing a snarling dog. I've never seen any snarl. Yeah, that's true. It scares me. But, yeah, no, it's, it's not, it's not for the faint of heart, but it's an incredible, it makes you think. Mm-hmm. It really does. Gets the noggin working. Yeah. What brought that up? Um, I have no idea. I'm so tired. I'm sleep deprived. Are we talking about acting? Are we talking about? Oh, oh the Chris's. Chris sorry, but yeah. there's a dog in a movie that's better at acting than you than Chris Pratt. I'm sorry <laughs> to say, but there's a dog that can do it. <sighs> but yeah, I don't know anything else new. We did drag this weekend. What was the name of your drag queen? Um, it is and always is Mish, um, spelled M-E-E-S-C-H. And that's actually my online gaming moniker. That's my name on the games I play. And so that's just care. It's I, I don't know if I became a proper drag queen, if that would follow me, but there's just, this name's been hanging around in my head for a little while. Mish. Yeah. Cause like people have called me Mish before. Well, my friend who had an accent would call me instead of Mitch. She would say Mish. And I was like, I like that. Your friend had an accident? Accent. Oh my God. Like, okay. I was yeah. like, what if your friends had an accident? And like, <laughs> no. why are we going right to there? No. But what would your drag name be? Or what was Bertha. it? Bertha. Oh, Bertha. <laughs> yeah, Bertha. Because I just don't think I'd ever look good. <laughs> no offense to any Berthas out there, but like, I just would, my vibe would be a little bit like busted. And I like that. Or no, it's not that I like that. I just am not capable of anything. It's like else. not a choice you have. <laughs> like, whenever people start doing makeup, I'm like, are we done? It's kind of like tanning. Remember the first time I tanned with my friend? I was like, oh, okay, lies. so are we done? You, you're obsessed with tanning. Even no, though. I can't. La- like, I truly am like, after two minutes, I'm like, that's it. Like, we're good, right? Yeah, like, like your it takes, spin, it takes so longer, sure. and I'm like, I'm not capable of it. Yeah, if you want to do like proper drag makeup, you're like an hour and a half to two yeah, hours. Yeah, no, never. So I would go with Bertha, and I'd be like, the beard's staying. <laughs> It was so fun though, and we did real dance offs. And Mitch, of course, or Mish went crazy, and you had like, well, here's what I realized: up your ass, and we're, like, <laughs> absolutely like revealing to all a reveal hell. is placed properly can win a, a dance. Uh, and yeah. I just realized, like, I am not the best dancer in this group. Like, it was a group of queer, well, mostly gay men that were dancing. Um, and I'm not the best dancer, so I was like, I need some tricks up my sleeve. Yeah, when you came out of like the room, it was like everyone was just in their dresses, and you were like covered in like a rope, and like I was just <laughs> well, like, well, I did oh that because God. I wanted an obvious reveal, so they wouldn't expect 
another reveal that was hidden down my pants, which was just like ripped up paper that I then like sprinkled everywhere in the And area. in true like drag queen fashion made other people clean up. <laughs> I remember after I was, I was like, like, gotta all, go. All the judges on their, were on their hands and knees like cleaning up the paper while you were basking in like the glory of the moment. <laughs> uh, you didn't have it. You had a reveal. You had like Jenga cubes come out of your hair or something. Okay. No, not coming to my hair. I, my tits were lemons, but then when I started dancing to Girlfriend by Avril Lavigne, the lemons went down and my tits started looking droopier and droopier, hence Bertha. <laughs> and then I realized I can't do that again. So for my second dance, I used marshmallows as tits and then panicked because you're right. You're dancing around and then you're like, I have to get these goddamn, my friends, <laughs> my friends attention. Boats. <laughs> so I started eating the marshmallows and I started shoving Jenga cubes in them and I spat them all out during the Tell the World <laughs> oh Ends God. Bridge, which is so good. Yeah, great song. The, uh, uh, and it builds and it's like, uh, like <laughs> that moment. Um, yeah, the but see the sunlight. There wasn't a reveal. Was it was good. me panicking and shoving these like, in my mouth. <laughs> well, it worked. You got their attention, Greg. That's all you wanted. For that moment, but I watched the video and I was everyone else was being good too. Yeah, it was, it was a fun time. Definitely a fun little activity. For yeah, adults. if you're ever like unsure of what to do, just like do, instead of a board game, drag. Do drag. <laughs> okay, cool. Hot take. <laughs> oh, what did we learn this week? <clears throat> so I learned about tea and tea leaves. Okay. And you know how you always hear that like there's shit in tea? Or do you always hear that? I have heard that there's lots of chemicals because they're dry leaves, so they can't be washed. And, and didn't I, you like do research on this in a lab? I didn't, but my friend who worked in the same lab as me, one of her research project was testing tea leaves for like I think they were all still within the range of, or I don't know, they were just testing for different pesticides and chemicals on tea leaves. And I remember her saying that I, they must have been testing a bunch of different things, but she was like, tea leaves are the worst for that. Yeah, because, because you can't wash them. Otherwise, you're like wasting the tea potential. <laughs> and like, no offense to tea bags across the world. <laughs> but when you look at them, it's like, that's gross. Or, you know, like and a, then it never occurred to me that they are in plastic, plastic. and then you're just boiling water on them. Like, I obviously, know. we're poisoned with plastic in our bodies. And then also, like, you know, like David's tea when they're like, this is a great Christmas blend. And then they open it up. It looks like a garbage disposal near a Christmas like fair where it's just like candy canes and like <laughs> wrappers. And you're like, this isn't tea, David. Right. David. Um, anyways. David. So essentially scientists have found that it's really hard to study insects. And like, obviously they want to understand like the populations, like, like how many arthropods are alive? Like are the populations like, Growing, mm-hmm. shrinking, are there invasive species, etc. And because they're so hard to find, because they're so small and so hard to trap, they realized the smartest thing to do is just to look at tea leaves, like tea leaves that we would all buy, because there's so much eDNA from arthropods, feces, from their saliva, from biting the leaves, and from ripping them with their claws, that by studying tea, it's giving them a better idea of like what insects are around and alive on <laughs> Earth than even trying to like field study them. Yeah, because they probably can't always see them or find them or track them. And that's yeah. cool. So that's there's like smart. more, like obviously it's not like like Earl Axe, we all eat bug insect right. poo. Like you're not And even just sick. insect bodies, like in lots yeah. of things we're eating. Like, yeah, we actually should be eating more insects, point blank. So it's not like this is like a thing that you need to worry about. It's more just interesting that like your tea leaves are covered in so much insect shit that like the diversity of the shit is how scientists are now going to measure which insects are alive. That's cool. It's reminding me of something I can't, I can't come to my mind, but I think there is another 
example of how like that what am i trying to say like learning about things through like a secondary source so that like those bugs and insects or arthropods are interacting with those leaves Mm -hmm. like some things are just hard to track hard to find hard to know but we can like look at other aspects oh what was it it was something to do with like leaves on the ground i'm going crazy and biodegradation and they would like the oh god it's gonna come to me at some point there was like a species that they couldn't figure out if it was like this is just so annoying to bring up right now and I can't remember it. Anyway, same kind of idea by yeah. looking at something else. Okay, ignore it. shoot out of bed with the answer to that one. Tune in next yeah. week for when we figure out what, what he's thinking about I'm talking about. for leaves. Similar vibe though. Testing and looking for a creature through like leaves. It's smart. Um, and the last thing I have on that is my memory is that they didn't know if a certain thing existed, but there was a way to figure it out through trails and traces. Cool. But they could never find it. I love that when they like find a species they haven't seen in a long time. Here's what I learned this week. And I was kind of like, I don't, I haven't like shared this already. I think it was a recent study that just came out, <laughs> but I was like, as I was rereading, I was like, am I just remembering writing this earlier today? Or have I told everyone this already? How do you feel about reaching out to a friend that you haven't talked to in a long time? This is a question for you, Greg. How do I like, feel say about- you haven't texted someone in years. Like if you think about them, are you likely to like just send a text message no, or is it like an I awkward thing? I just think about thing? them and I'm like, huh? But then if I'm like had a beer, <laughs> if I'm like stoned, do or you like, do that ever? Then I'd more likely do it because I feel like my inhibitions down. But like I do it sometimes, I guess if I think of someone. Yeah. And what do you think? I guess like that's a fairly common experience, especially since the pandemic, right? Like people kind of lost contact yeah, with lots of people so true. and haven't spoken to them. So a lot of people are re-experiencing this. Like, should I message this person? Yeah. Or should I just say like, I was just thinking about you, even though I haven't seen you in years. Um, so there was a really cute study that just came out. Uh, about the impact of reaching out to people unexpectedly. So in those kind of scenarios where it's someone you don't yeah, talk to I know that, that often. Feeling, yeah. And basically the study found that people significantly underestimate how much other people actually really appreciate being reached out to. Hmm. So like as much as most people who are reaching out felt that their gesture wouldn't be like overly appreciated. Like they just kind of felt it was maybe a bit awkward. They didn't know how to be received. If anything, they thought like, oh, it won't have that big an impact. Whereas the person who received the communication actually took it to be like really meaningful. Yeah, okay, cool. So reach out. Yeah, I thought that was really nice. The quote from the authors of this paper said, feeling woefully out of practice and unsure, our work provides robust evidence and an encouraging green light to go ahead and surprise someone by reaching out. Doing so is likely to be appreciated more than one thinks. Yeah, that's fair. Like, what's like, no one ever. Yeah, why not? And you'd never be like, why did that person message me? Yeah, that's such a rude thought. What is? Why did that person message me? It's like, yeah, it's like unless you had like a falling out and like don't like each other anymore. It's like, yeah, that's not what this is talking about. No, not at all. Yeah, reaching out to people who like friends that you just don't see as much anymore. Okay, yeah, or anyone. So just message people. If you love someone, tell them you love them. If you like them, tell them you like them. If you it's so easy now. It's like you them. just go on Instagram story and just like do a heart and be like, cool. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? True. Like there's so many ways to do it that we all should be doing it. Yeah. If we're on these goddamn apps. Mm-hmm. Oh, be real. That's what I was. Oh, at the cottage. We were, yeah. Um, I started using it. It's weird. Oh my God. Do you like it? I, oh no, I saw a bad joke on it. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> but there's lots of people talking about it now. I haven't used it, but basically the premise is. You get a prompt once a day, right? Yeah, you get a prompt. You have two I, minutes. I think it's... I don't think you know what time it's at. It's supposed no, to be. No, like, yeah, it's random. But, but you have two minutes to take a picture? No, you. It's like, it's like if I say I take 17 minutes after the notification, it says my f- 
be real is 17 minutes late. Uh, okay. So you have like all day to do it, but then this thing appears like a countdown of only two minutes. So once you start, once you open the app, kind of. Yeah, thing, you yeah. have two minutes to like be as real as you need to be. <laughs> um, and then all you see is the front facing photo and then of the you. selfie camera. Okay. You see both pictures kind of one imposed on the other. And I'm just like, I do I need another social media thing? Like, we'll see. Yeah, like I get it as a gimmick, but it is just like. Uh, People will just figure. I don't know. I I I don't think it will last that long, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. But you're always the skeptic. Didn't think Netflix was gonna work. Yeah, that's true. Like I think you're you lead with the that and then. But Netflix completely transformed. So like this, be real could become something else. Yeah, I just yeah. mean in its current form. I yeah. don't see it. Although I know a lot of people are complaining about Instagram because it's changed so much to video and post like p- picture posts don't perform well anymore. And, and it's kind of nice that it's like when you start a new social media app, it's always just like your close friends because it's yeah like, that's true and over it's simple time, it's like and the but it's idea honestly that you boring but that's what day. people like about it yeah they're like you literally only have to spend a few minutes on this app a day instead of like it's sucking your time but then if you're consuming no and if, every, reels, if everyone starts doing it, looking it'll at take a long time. Reels. Yeah. yeah but you're only like which is actually worse remember you've done those studies that it's like actively engaging with social media is yeah, better. better so like and the posting part is not the problem it's the yeah consuming be real we found your flaw blood <laughs> i love it's just like interesting that the news is just like the world's on fire be real like that's just it's like, just photos of like, fire this is an absurd life. oh yeah it's truly the hottest day on the planet but like here okay, and everywhere cool. okay let's take a little break on that note and come back and talk about top gangers hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for a limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Study time. Study time. Study time. Okay. We've got a little social media addict on our hands over here. Couldn't take his hands off his phone for 10 seconds. Oh my God. I'm going to flip a table. All right. We're talking about duplicate. Do you have a doppelganger? You do. Everyone says you look like someone, but I don't know who it is because I don't get the reference. It's a very recent phenomenon that people have told me I look like. Is his name Ralph Macchio? Yeah. Or he's from the Karate Kid reboot, or he's from the original. So wait, he's the Karate Kid in the original, but now he's old. Now he's in the reboot of it as an adult. And no one ever told me ever that I looked like him until recently. So it's obviously like related to the fact that 
people are in their minds. Like, I don't disagree that I like have similarities to the way he looks, but I, when like the big bang theory was that it's popular, people would always be like, you look like Sheldon. It's obviously like a science connection with like a little bit of like my, well, life. we're going to explain the science of doppelgangers. That makes total sense. But you got Sheldon. I did. And you I'm trying do. to think of who else. Like I don't in, in instances I can see Sheldon and my hair is often like his style of hair. Wow, you weirdly do look like him, but it weirdly you don't. Like, yeah, you I'm like do, I don't think I do, look like because I remember people would say it, and I'd be like, "There's no way." Then I'd look and the be like, "Oh wow, yeah." Okay, and you? I have so many because I'm a white guy with a beard. <laughs> Every guy in Toronto, actually. <laughs> I think I see myself all the time. I'm like, that's me, and so many people think they see me, but that's just like random people on the street. But my celebrity doppelgangers are really depressing. <laughs> it's um, <laughs> Philip Seymour Hoffman, okay, who is like an incredible actor. But I wouldn't say it's like the most, you know, like exciting person to have <laughs> as your doppelganger. I watched the talented Mr. Ripley recently, and he is like a grotesque <laughs> asshole who is like he's so good at being an asshole and being like disgusting, like. He's such a good actor in those roles and it always hurts because it's like, okay, yeah, I do see myself in that and <laughs> that's a dark person. Another one was Perez Hilton. I used to get a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, once, you, you don't want to say Matt Damon because you don't want to. You're this person who has to be soft. No, I was literally about to say a, oh. an old lady at my church oh, once said I look like Matt Damon. But Especially she was like, when you have no beard. She was like 74 and I... No, when you have no beard, you have elements of Matt Damon. Okay, I'll take that. When I was watching The Talented Mr. <laughs> Ripley, because they're both in it, at the beginning, I was like, wow, Matt Damon's so hot. And you know what? I kind of do look like him. And then sadly, Philip Seymour <laughs> often showed up halfway through and looked so much more like me. I was like, oh, fuck. Um, Brett Hilton hurts, too. That's not a good one. He's a bad person in Jen's. He's white gay. Well, more importantly, there's someone specifically. Yeah. Now, the nice one that I love is Scott Hoying, who I recently met, and he is from Pentatonix, and he looks so much like me, and he is also a white gay, but he's not toxic like Perez Hilton. He didn't <laughs> bully Katy Perry into a career. And so many people on TikTok, it's on the YouTube, most commented all the time yeah. that people mix you guys up. And it is creepy because he does look like me, but it's so... So much more creepy in person because when I met him, I actually <laughs> felt weird. Whereas I'd never met Philip Seymour Hoffman, R.I.P. Right. Mm. Like I feel like, like to it was around. a cool experience to be around your doppelganger. Like I actually, it was super weird. It was super. I, I think weird. that in moments I would feel like you guys would look similar, and other times I am able to go like, oh, actually they look quite different, right? And I'm sure that happens with most doppelgangers, unless like I like I'm wondering if. I would think you'd look more similar to like one of the other people you just mentioned if you were all in the line. Well, okay, so here we go. So the thing about doppelgangers is that it's all about context. So essentially, like your brain has facial recognition neurons, which are designed to help you recognize faces quickly because faces are very important from like evolutionary perspective. It's how we convey so much more meaning than we realize. Like our face will tell us if we're sad, if we're happy, like when you're trying to use a language, a lot of the time your face is doing a lot more of the work. Mm. So we have developed these specific neurons that are just meant to sort of hone in on faces quickly, but they lack attention to detail. They're not like, you know, obviously incredibly looking at your nostril size and you're, mm. they're like looking at an overall picture. Right. And so doppelgangers, if you ever see one of your friends doppelganger or see 
yourself in someone, there's likely a contextual link mm. that's allowing your brain to sort of like skip over some factors to jump to thinking you're someone else. So if you see a friend, if you see a stranger who looks like a friend, it's likely that that stranger is in the city that your friend lives. Maybe you were just with your friend. Mm. Maybe so your, your friend's a waiter. Like that could actually be them. Yes. It's like it, these neurons are actually getting tricked. And the thing with me and Scott more than I think any of the other ones is like he was a YouTuber. He is on TikTok. Like mm-hmm. we're getting all of these messages because he's and looking like, down. You the... are a science singer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so no. obviously people see you as a singer. No, it's <laughs> like I really think it's more the down the barrel of the camera. TikTok has like mm-hmm. really sort of like even the playing field of like what content is. Like I'm just talking down the barrel of the right. camera and so is he. And I think what happens is people get freaked out because they think, oh, that's Scott from Metonics, but it's like randomly me. And they're like, mm-hmm. what the hell? And like, there's so many comments and vice versa yeah. that it's so much more about context that once you're in the same room as us, and I think it was weird because we acted very similar, but once you're sort of like <laughs> able to just see hey. that we're two different people or even just like walking into the room differently or just like realizing it, the context probably leaves mm-hmm. and your facial recognition recognition neurons are less strict those facial recognition neurons aren't isn't that related to like why we see a face on mars or yes yes exactly and toast even if you look at like a plant you can find like shapes that make it look like a yeah or clouds clouds. you're always like oh it doesn't look like a face yes exactly exactly pareidolia eyes always and that's why often like scary ghost videos or like kind of apparitions like sometimes look like faces yeah because your brain's like trying to build a face out of it i think and and it is it is all linked like it's just it's just interesting like a doppelganger existing for you is likely because they're not identical it's someone who looks like you in a similar context for someone else right so it's not saying i mean that's the interesting thing like what are the odds of someone looking exactly yeah like you is a totally different question and maybe a different definition of doppelganger like yeah. some people might hold that as the standard like because it's fun to imagine is there someone in this world that lives in a totally different country that just like looks exactly like me Probably not, but that's what people wonder, I think. Yeah. Well, there there was like some studies that are like comparing it to like a fingerprint and say that there'd need to be like a trillion people alive yeah. in the world for you to have a doppelganger. But I really feel like that limits the interesting aspect, which is that there is probably someone on this earth who is your doppelganger who looks like you, but not identical. But that doesn't matter. Looks yeah. similar enough to be- mistake you for exactly because your re- your neurons and the context of oh that my person God. are like enough. No, who has. A lot of doppelgangers. Who? Ernie, our dog. Yeah. And then <laughs> one if you're time a I saw the red golden retriever. <laughs> there's like a convention or some kind of event where, like in Scotland, everyone with a golden retriever gets together. You know, there's like thousands of them. And I've watched those videos because they've always, like, there's golden retrievers I'll see here and I can obviously tell Ernie apart. But then you realize when there's enough of them, there's like enough that look exactly like Honestly, him. think about like that I would actually not be able to golden tell. retrievers playing in a dog park. You'd, you'd never find Ernie. <laughs> oh, no. Isn't that sad? Um, I would hope you'd find me amongst really, a bunch yeah, of white like gays. Call, he, no, he'd be like, we look the same. Well, it happens if you look at like a circuit party of gay men. Every like time Ernie sees men a white guy biking, he, he runs. He pulls me to them. He thinks it's you. Well, because he's like, that's a white guy with a beard biking in Toronto. That's the thing. So many people text me and they're like, just so I want a bike. And I was like, I was not on a bike today. Because it's like, 
the context for them is that they know I bike. I have a helmet on, a white guy beard. Mm-hmm. Like, think of how easy it is for your brain to mess that up. Oh, totally. But yeah. you and do you not get it as much because you're sort of more unique looking than me. Because I, but you I'm know beige. what's interesting? Uh, you are really unique looking. So no, I, I'm not. So he, okay, no, you are. Hear me out. You are a basic white guy. Fine, yeah. sure. But ever since I met you. Uh, you have a unique look. There's something about you. And I honestly feel and believe with ASAP Science that people recognize you before they recognize me because I think you have a more distinct look. Like, I don't, I think I, like, maybe in our group of friends, like, not a lot of hmm. people look like me, but I feel like my features are not so distinct. Maybe it's because you have really distinct I think, glasses. I think it's my and glasses style. and style. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I don't think it's that literally think, my biological beige mayonnaise body. Like when, and maybe obviously when we're together, it's easier for people to be like, oh, that is for sure them. Cause there's no way that two people look like that. No, I know what you mean. I feel like people recently, I think it's a TikTok thing have really been coming up to me a lot. And I think it really is because I dress a very specific way. So it's easy to clock that it's you. I think so. I only have like, what, a finite amount of shirts that I wear <laughs> on like TikTok over and over. And they are like more, I I shop in ways where I'm like, I don't want to look like everyone else. Yeah. And then I like, I wear hats where and I'm like, And your glasses I are really don't. distinct and you wear them yeah, all the exactly. time. And then like, I wear like birding hats and stuff because mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to express myself through my clothes hmm. whereas you don't i don't think you care like only recently have you really been thinking about that yeah yeah I don't. so i think that you're right those those specific sort of like semiotic things hold weight for people to recognize me but i also think there's a lot of freaking white guys that do that too that look like me <laughs> like you know what i mean like i'm like i do it's like you will think you see me if someone just is a little quirky and happens to be a white guy <laughs> with a beard and like that happens in a city of four million people yeah like i don't feel like i look super distinct but, but i think it's you hard to do. judge your own i think face. you i actually think you do look super distinct but you i think until recently really would dress to sort of blend it oh totally yeah like no you didn't i don't want to stand out yeah i don't like you actively like don't noticed. like even your body language like you don't want to get noticed so i think that's i maybe love why. wearing a mask when i'm walking down the street yeah, yeah honestly like even like not even just to not be recognized by like anyone who knows except science but also just friends I'm like then it's my choice if I have to like reveal myself yeah like and I think that people can pick up on that like when I'm walking around I'm like someone please talk to me <laughs> like I would love to just chat um I want to ask you more about what it was like meeting Scott but we were just talking about like the odds you you said something about like a one in a trillion to have like what they think is an identical face right so, so I was I found something else interesting on this um and it's related to something called the infinite monkey problem. <laughs> so this relates to having the odds of having a doppelganger. So the premise for this problem is that if you sit a monkey in a room with a typewriter for an infinite amount of oh, time, okay, yeah. it will eventually write Shakespeare. Is this yeah, idea yeah, that yeah, like yeah. with a typewriter and infinite time, at some point it's going to start writing Shakespeare. <laughs> so, and to calculate these odds, it's like ignoring grammar, the monkey has a tw- one in 26 chance of getting the first letter of Hamlet. Correct. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's one in 26. Not bad. But as soon as we get to like the next letter, yeah. it's one in 676. Yeah. And then by the time we're on the fourth <laughs> line, it's one in 13 quintillion odds that they've done it properly. Wow. So you multiply these probabilities together and you realize the chance of w- one of these things, even though ultimately it will happen with infinite time, like it's odds are so, so small. So, 
how this relates to finding a true doppelganger that looks actually exactly like you is thinking of like all the genetic variables, right? Like they have to have basically not just like essences of genes, but all these genes. Think of how much information is in your DNA and how much would have to line up for them to like look and express everything in the same way. On top of improbable environmental factors that influence the way somebody like looks and acts and those kind of things. So I thought that was an interesting way to think about it. Like it's possible, but the probability of it is probably so, 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 so small. But then like you said, there's a difference between actually being the same and being perceived to look the same. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like a doppelganger by definition is not someone who's identical to you. It's someone who people perceive you look similar to. Yeah, and even even when you know twins, uh, yeah, I over time, feel identical twins, like most people can tell apart once but you then, know them. But then you show them to like your mom, who's not used to going to school with them, and they're like, those kids look the yeah, exact same. Exactly. When you first meet identical twins, I feel like it can be challenging to like know them apart even sometimes siblings that look really similar yeah there's also people who have specific brain maps with more parts that are essentially like wired to be better at attention to detail like there are people who have, i think i have that yeah i think you have that too <laughs> so like there like there are people who will have a lot harder time thinking people are doppelgangers in general because they definitely like, don't, don't think look the that. same yeah, and I think I like think everyone looks the same. Yeah, yeah, like you definitely do have that. Yeah, I remember one time I walked into your parents' home and it was like, oh my gosh, like you guys got new tabs. And then you were like, what? <laughs> I was like, you lived here your whole life and didn't notice that the tab Yeah, no, changed. that's not surprising me. <laughs> I don't notice anything. Yeah, you're not super observant. But no. I also think like it, it makes me wonder how much of that is because you are like lacking something or because you don't care. No, I mean like because your genes are a certain <laughs> oh. way. It, obviously oh. it's all relates to like, Oh yeah. It's genetic. a bit of nature and nurture. Yeah. Like if yeah. you're just like, well, who, it doesn't even matter if you don't notice that. Like it's yeah. not important. It's a not bit that like recognizing a sink is important to me, but it's guess, a bit of both. It is a bit of both. I think like, it's also related to the reason that I generally, I don't, it feels related to fear for me. Like I, I'm always aware of things. So I'm always analyzing things, but it's like, which came first? Am I overanalyzing things? And as a result, I'm like on higher alert or am I on higher alert? So I'm always overanalyzing things. Well, it's why know? brain maps are interesting. It doesn't really matter. Mm. if it's like, like fully witches. genetic or if it is like you, your brain has plasticity. So over time you have sort of, you know, your brain has changed to be like that, mm -hmm. whether it is like something that's born into you or you have, changed it throughout your life mm -hmm. like you'll never know the answer to that there's so many aspects of like neurophysiology that we'll just never know the answer to like which came first but yeah. we can still know that it's our truth and see it in brain maps if someone were to scan your brain i know we know it's the worst thing to realize like, what? but also the best but i can't change you <laughs> me anyone like this lesson as we've grown oh, older yeah. like we are so different in so many ways like yeah. when it comes to attention to detail and like how we organize yeah. and live our lives in their home and stuff and that can be extremely frustrating it's nice because it feels like it's not that frustrating for you like i'm the one who has to suffer more <laughs> oh my don't you think in this in this respect obviously no, there are, are like kidding? so many ways there's so much <laughs> shit you do that's absolutely awful <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> but it's like, you obviously but, don't see it that way. And that, like recently, it just like so occurred to me. <laughs> Awful it, was a strong word. I mean, I'm trying to like, no, I know, you, you know what I no, mean? It's like, no, there are things so for sure things. I do. Like, I know I'm I, like, like learning more and more when <laughs> I've crossed the boundary of normal. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's the hardest part is me being like, is what he's doing 
annoying and not normal or am is my perception of it like extreme like when you clean yeah. a certain way or when you put things away a certain way I, I now have to decipher like would everyone else think you're being crazy or would they think i'm being crazy okay no one I, no one i realized you were being crazy <laughs> was when we were like doing like when i was trying to so we were doing like kayaking races and i've like freaking kayaked my whole life and i've taught kayaking oh no this was recent yeah yeah and like there's like there like we were racing and people were like craig when you do it like the boat gets like pushed in this weird way and i was like yeah it's because like there's divots where you can put your feet and if you're pulling the paddle like with your hand and pushing with your feet you can mm -hmm. actually push the boat more and everyone was just like yeah yeah, yeah. and you were like huh no you were literally it was so funny you're like mm, that doesn't make any sense and then it was just like everyone was like looking at you like okay well he clearly just explained it and i was like okay so like if i pull i was like trying really hard i was looking at you i was like if i pulled and you were just like no i don't think i don't think i think you're lying and then i had everyone was like greg why don't you get in the boat and show i'm like okay i guess i'll get in the boat and i got in the boat and i like showed you and you were like okay like maybe <laughs> like, like it was, well it was like that was when i was like that's mitch, called like, attention to detail I no i know i know it was like i was wanting to confirm the source because sometimes you say things that are not accurate and i just wanted to make sure i wasn't learning something wrong so next time i was in a kayak race i could use that tip no it was fair it was just like one of the moments where i was like everyone around me's like you don't have to get in the boat but i was like i'm going to because I'm he like, doesn't yeah, you're believe gonna have me. to go kayak again <laughs> otherwise we're not gonna be able to get out of this yeah but i mean that's rare i think mostly i'm the one that's more like no like, i'm definitely I more like it's helped you know what helps so much and this is not really this is like personality doppelganger not physical it's helped me to have people in our lives that have my neurosis and maybe it would help you as well to have people who are like you and yeah. then you can then see, you see yourself, yourself in yeah. other people and you can see the parts of you that are frustrating and the parts of you that are legitimate yeah. you know what i mean and like how you are and it also helps you empathize with other people really well who have these same issues like yeah. it's like i'm able to be like oh i see myself in you even if i deem you as more extreme in this way like it's easier for me to like gravitate to someone like that because i get where their anxiety or personality i, know, I wish i could from. hang out with scott hoying more because i'm like like maybe you see yourself in each yeah, other yeah <laughs> because he seemed super similar like our yeah. humor was similar but then when he was saying he like wasn't clean and <laughs> neither was I <laughs> not to drag him. But like, I was like, I wonder like if he is so much more like me than I even realized. Cause we only hung out for like four hours. Yeah. Uh -huh. And it was like, it yeah, felt hopefully we like to a hang lightning out again. rod of like, Oh my God, we're the same person. But yeah. Like, we were laughing cause me and his partner were just off the other side of the camera, like being able to verify like, yeah, they're both freaking messy. Like it was but funny. Obviously he's like so talented and like so, so type A because he has three Grammys. Yeah, that has nothing to do with being messy. Oh, true. Right, yeah, like you can still be true. like a competent person. He said he like spills McFlurries and doesn't clean them in his car. I mean, I know he was joking, but it was so yeah, it was funny. all hyperbolic. But it was interesting to see your genetic results line up in certain ways, and you guys seemingly you're right you can't know much with four hours but yeah okay but it so felt, talk, it felt like we were similar. I think so too. Like you definitely <laughs> both weird. had a similar sense sense of humor. You got along really well, which was nice. The first time I freaked out about people saying we looked the same was like a long time. It was funny. He was like, yeah, I just started finding out from TikTok. I'm like, no, I knew. We've known for like you. a decade. Like, <laughs> people really were calling out. Like, well, because Pentatonics was so famous for so long. And it doesn't help that like Superfruit was Oh, yeah, he had a YouTube Mitch. channel. 
And he had a, like his other Pentatonix member, Mitch, kind of looked I know, like but his I name felt like Mitch. it was relentless that everyone was calling a superfruit, but it means that clearly no one was calling them ASAP Science. Because I think the crossover is less, right? Like the thing is, they probably don't have a huge science audience, but because we're gay, there's probably a segment of our audience that oh, also liked them. Oh, gotcha. But was also science. So it's like the True. science nerds who liked musicals were like, could see that we were similar. But I, I imagine there's less of like the science nerds gotcha. watching. Just like gotcha. Maybe, maybe. That was always like my take on why we would be more aware of them. Than- but okay, I once bought this like expensive shirt that was like <laughs> by this brand called Hood by Air because... I thought it was an interesting brand and it was all chromosomes. It was like insane. It was like these huge Two giant chromosomes. chromosomes down the middle and like chromosomes down the arm. I was like, there's never been a shirt designed more for me <laughs> made in New York city. And I like spent money and bought it. And that was like my first like expensive purchase of a shirt. Like after like being a YouTuber and like cash in a check. And then I went online and he, it was like, Pentatonic like, like had Superfruit had just bought the shirt and he wore it like all the time and like I was like this is insane because I was like it was probably the shirt I thought the most about before buying in my life and then he just bought it and it was like that for me freaked me out and then I brought up the shirt he doesn't know where it is obviously we're different people mine's in my closet because I'm like this is going up in value he's like I'm so rich I don't care about the shirt but yeah no, he that- also was like didn't know it was chromosomes he just liked the way it looked Oh yeah, like, no, that's he was like, crazy. Oh, I just love the shirt. <laughs> yeah, so even like when I told him that he didn't know until like literally. Yeah, which is not which is not embarrassing at all. No, I mean, it's, it's not. Mean, it's, it's funny not. to think that you were like this is a science shirt yeah. I love it so much and he was just like this is a cool shirt I love yeah. it so much and then you both love this shirt but that you're the science side of it being like those were crumbs. Well, it really he was freaked like, me out when no I was like that is my doppelganger and now I'm like we are similar. Like I was saying to him, I'm like, it's weird that two white guys bought these hood by air shirts in like mm-hmm. 2013, like at the same time who looked the similar, who were both on YouTube. Like it, it starts freaking me out a little yeah. bit. Like it was, it was freaky. It is freaky. It is odd. And we are like sort of related and I am kind of like, should I just like pretend he's my brother? <laughs> I mean like, yeah, if you watch the video, so Greg made a whole video about this where they went through a bunch of it's interesting. DNA markers of like different traits, both physical and like, uh, like abilities and stuff. And then also went through your ancestry. Um, and Ancestries, lots of things were the same. Obviously yeah. lots of things were different, but, mm-hmm. but even, even in like, you could be different than your sibling. You know what I mean? Well, just our ancestry because, was cl- like, yeah, it was just like, okay, it was yeah, very if you're like looking. a white freaking dude like me, like, there's only so much, like when you think about the world scale. Yeah. Like it kind of is It's creepy. so funny to like look at your eyes' ancestry. It's <laughs> like, so boring. I've got all these different colors. <laughs> yeah, yours is so interesting. It's honestly so uninteresting. It was actually like a really like, but the, the video is interesting, but the ending is like, yeah, they're both so white. <laughs> they're white. Like so white. Oh man, is there any other like doppelganger science that you wanted to show? I mean, a bunch of it's in that video if people if they want to watch it. But... No, no, not really. Like, it, it kind of is like quite simple. If I think you... it's more just the context is like what I need people to understand because so many people think that they like, I get called like doppelgangers of people so often. Mm-hmm. And my real takeaway is that it's because the context of me is what they're seeing someone who doesn't look that much like me in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that like, is interesting to know. Like you, you do have a doppelganger and there is other studies that say it's one in a hundred thousand that you have a, a people like you have a doppelganger similar enough yeah, to you that people would just mistake you for them. And that's all it is. Uh, yeah, it's not like that. a science of like your right. eyes being apart and your nose. It's like yeah. contextual. 
Um, if you had like a true doppelganger, if there was actually like, someone, identical? like say there's someone in like Denmark that like in every way looks like you. Yeah. Do you want to meet them? Meet them? Yeah. Like meeting Scott, it was like, this is fun. Like it felt like I was on a, I was like, I'm getting a peek into what it would feel like to hang out with myself. <laughs> like it was so interesting and fun. Like I was like, I would have wanted to keep talking to them for sure. Would you want to meet them? Yeah, I think it would scare me though. If someone actually looked like, because even when I look at that Ralph Macchio, Macchio, yeah, um, I'm like, I understand that I'm like have similar skin tone and similarish yeah. look. But yeah, like, when I saw, if it, I was, I was like, with him, I wouldn't be like, oh my god, you look like me. But you but, might like when you're thinking of all the humans that you lock eyes with and just be like, holy maybe, shit, like the features true. are falling. Similar. Yeah, but it would be different if you saw someone like it, if you didn't have a twin and saw someone who felt like a twin. Oh, right. That would. So intense. I know. Should we do an episode on twins? Yeah. Like there's mm. so like twin research is so incredible. It's how they figure yeah. out so many. Like everything. Things. We know everything thanks to twins. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. We could, okay. I'll write that down. <laughs> we should get. Do we know any twins? Twinning. Um, I know some. Not like super close, though. I bet we know twins and don't realize it. You know, sometimes people are a twin, but like their other twin lives somewhere else and you just like don't really know. Yeah, I know. I know. I love finding out. And then out. you're like, wait, you have a twin? And I try not to overreact. Try not to be like, holy shit. He's <laughs> like, oh, that's normal. It obviously is normal. <laughs> it's, just like, it's just like it's intense. Uh, like identical twin. Yeah, it'd be so Would you have sex with your doppelganger? <laughs> yeah, I wrote that down. Really? You did. Did, you, did you just ask that randomly? I was thinking about Look that. Look right there. Would you have sex? Oh my god! I was gonna. I already wrote that down. I was like, oh, I no. That. Yes, you would have. Okay. That, no, I mean, like, I'm okay. curious. Not because okay. I'm just like, we curious what it'd be like. Ew. You think that's gross? I like really like. No, I really not if it. Okay. Gross. No more like if it was a not a person. Like I don't want. I don't know. It's not that I no, want to have sex with no, myself. No, 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 okay. It's, but it's like as it's a gay someone, person, I think it's different if you're straight because you may not be interested in having sex with the same like gender. I but, re- wow. I'm like I'm now just like realizing how much I wouldn't. But Wait. you wouldn't want to learn about like what it's like from the other perspective. No, 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 I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Why? I think I think things are great for me. I don't need to see <laughs> it from that angle. Why not? I think it would be too real. <sighs> It'd be too like I think I would just be like, wow, I don't want to do this. Maybe that would happen. I, I wouldn't say no. Not trying so to think funny. once. Me trying Including to hit on, having sex with my doppelganger. Me trying to hit on Scott so hard through this. I'm no, like, that's oh, not I what would. I meant though. I, that's what I mean. If it's like actually another autonomous person that just like looks so similar to me, that might be weird. But if it's just like no, that's what I'm thinking. A simulation in my brain oh. where I get to like you know hook up oh. with myself. Oh, you mean like it. hooking up with yourself through like a VR? Just to, like tech. see what it looks like. Okay, that's what it different. feels like. No, I like, was, I'm not saying you should hook up with Scott. I didn't know. I meant like. I was saying like uh, like 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 a Scott like you go to yeah Denmark like- and someone looks like you on a bike and then you start talking and it's like they look so much like you they're your doppelganger and then they're like do you want to have sex I wouldn't like pursue that <laughs> but like that's what I meant if I was like in a lab and they were like here's this version of you that's gonna exist for two hours okay I would do that for sure you know, yeah like, yeah it would be like. maybe life shattering yeah that's but true. I would actually no maybe I wouldn't do that it'd be like yeah I don't need to know that I don't need to know that it would fuck yeah you the up. risk is high yeah no it's and it's not worth it. Because the only thing that could happen is bad. It just make you feel weird. Yeah, like I think I'm fine. Like I don't okay. need to know. Maybe if I was like really insecure and like wanted to learn like some new tricks, but like also <laughs> this is actually a really weird question. Yeah, it is. But also I just feel like I don't know. I feel like with gay guys, like there's such a stereotype about 
dating people who look like you like mm-hmm. that's a strong stereotype of like yeah the gay boyfriend twins is that what it's called something like that yeah and i just think like my obsession with like me like wanting to be surprising and not wanting to be basic it's like i would never yeah, i don't want to like, hook up date myself like, okay <laughs> no but i wouldn't even want to be seen leaving the bar hand in hand it's like nope that's fair i'm not trying to have sex with myself people so I'm back not, off. But like, I don't think anyone's really thinking. I think it might be different because you're like white. Yeah, that's true. Like, it's I like think it has a little bit I mean? more white supremacy vibes. And you're, yeah, whereas like, I think somebody who's like not white. Yeah, it's true. It's not might as... feel like. Well, I, obviously, if someone looks so much like you and you no, know that, right. it's different. No, you're but right. it's there's a, an element of being like, stereotype. I don't want like, yeah, yeah, like I don't want to just appear. There's a certain context yeah. that that looks like compared to like somebody else who's of a different background look dating someone who looks more similar to them is like not yeah, as bad for, some for sure no it's not as bad <laughs> and it is really funny how it does happen with gay guys like sometimes yeah. it's like aren't you aware <laughs> <laughs> but it's like maybe not. i know what i think about with gay guys all the love time love is love i'm always like aren't you embarrassed like so often with gay men i'm like <gasps> also I, it's just like we get this stereotype that we're good at fashion and I'm like we're not <laughs> do you know what I mean like everyone like movies like yeah. I'm like if you go to like a straight bar down the street like a dive bar like a hundred percent the straight guys are dressed better in Toronto well there's a difference there's it's just it's just like alternative culture so when there's queer people in alternative culture you probably think they're dressed better no but and I like, feel really bad I'm not, if, you I'm not to, if you go to a straight bar like the straight bars in our neighborhood are like alternative culture <laughs> no I'm not, they are I know but I'm not kidding like gay guys have a doppelganger issue like everyone looks the same and even queer gay guys I'm like it's not it like, oh my god <laughs> you're gonna cancel yourself I'm canceling myself right now. I'm, I'm part of it I'm just saying like I feel like I'm even like always trying a little bit like we're either trying a bit too hard that it doesn't work or we're just full doppelgangers wearing like the dumb gay but outfit. And then would... I'm like straight people have straight guys have more like, no, well, they don't, they all between. look the same too. <laughs> like everyone looks the same. Okay. okay. Like they all, fi- everyone finds their group. And that's true. I went like by that. a skate park once maybe and was like, they're all so cool. Yeah. But then they probably all look the same to every other skater. Like they're all falling into the trends yeah, of like it their is just, community. It, I guess I just am not, it's just like, I guess I'm just, it's more that gay guys get told that we dress. So, it's just the, it's the mm, stereotype being like that so. sometimes I'm around like a bunch of gay guys and I'm like, where did this come from or where did it go? Because it feels like we're not there right now. <sighs> there is something and I might be canceling myself right now. <laughs> Canceled. There is something about like, <laughs> like alt culture right now that I'm like, is it all ugly? <laughs> like, like you know what i mean like okay this, like, mr birding hat <laughs> no i know i don't even know if that's all i'm just saying like there's something about like when i see alternative looks i'm just like wait what are we going for is it ugly <laughs> like like jabuki had this hilarious tweet recently that was like every like white alt kid in bushwick walks into their barber and says i'll get the ugly <laughs> <laughs> and it started making me think like yeah like everyone's hair is like chopped uneven yeah like 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 35 year old gay guys have mullets like there's things it's happening trends. that are like i know but we'll it's so trendy way. like i feel yeah. like we're and in trend such will a hyper trend where we way. start to like move to different trends and i think things are um 
what's the word for sped up? That's a smarter mm. word. Like because of the internet. Yeah. Things are placed smarter word for sped up here because of <laughs> our like mass consumption. Yeah, how of, fast trends can come. And yeah. Go. So then they can go so quick that if you're not, <laughs> if you're not there or you're, or you're trying to set them, it's like you end up in this in between. Mm-hmm. I was even think about it with like influencers, like, these like hot girls, but they're dressed like so even that pose that we did when we were in LA, like I wanted to do it. Cause it's funny. Like the fish eye pose mm-hmm. where like the influencers, like legs are distorted and like, it's like <laughs> you look wonky. You know what I mean? Like even Emma Chamberlain, like she's so wow. cute and beautiful. That's the, I'm going to be real <laughs> to break away from that. It's literally wow. like to stop the, the setup. Like, in the 100. Cause when people take pictures for Instagram, they're often doing like a full photo shoot of like yeah. 30 to a hundred photos picking the best and I, I think that's and part of the real doppelganger real energy like everyone yeah. is doing using these same apps like that instagram face like the kim k sort of like face that was like augmented through plastic surgery yeah it's well like, it's a difficult balance i think for most people to be both fit in and be an individual right like there's a constant tug of being like well i need to fit in like it hurts to not fit in yeah but i want to be an individual but if i push too hard on being an individual i can become an outcast yeah and i think like people just fall into these trends that's why trends are so pervasive because like if you're on top of them you're actually unique with them Mm -hmm. but fitting within the confines of like what is cool and Mm -hmm. what can allow you to like fit in like if you just went off the rails and started dressing like so different people would just think you're weird Mm -hmm. and you probably don't want that a lot some people might but some people don't and some people want to be just weird enough that it's like interesting and different but still fits in the confines of like what we call fashion yeah interest yeah because i and even just like influencer culture it's so interesting because you're trying to stand out to make a living like Mm -hmm. you're but then at the same time doppelganging yourself so hard because of an algorithm like i really see that doppelganger vibe amongst like so much if you even just think about actually even tiktok or instagram it's like there are certain things that just work Mm -hmm. so everyone ends up doing them but they're still trying to stand out so it's really hard to sort of place yourself you end up there are so many doppelgangers even in LA, just looking around, I'm like the athleisure, the faces, like right. that it's Madison Beer towards. girl looks so much like Ariana Grande, and it's like probably plastic surgery. Like you can actually augment yourself mm-hmm. to actually to look, be the doppelganger for the now, and yeah. it's like everything is just so intense in in that way. Now I think more than ever. Yeah, I never thought about, and maybe it will just become more and more like that. There'll be more and more doppelgangers as the years. I move think on. so, honestly, with plastic surgery and filler and trends now that like people yeah. can do with their face, and even just modifying with filters, so everyone ends yeah. up looking more similar. Yeah, true. Like, why not? If you're on Instagram, <laughs> as this is sponsored by Be Real. I'm kidding, <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, I don't know. Like, TikTok is so weird. Like, it's been so long now with TikTok that I'm just like, where are we at? Yeah, I don't know. Because like, so many of my things are like, this is the hottest place to get shaved ice cream in toronto and like i'm watching it and i'm like what am i doing like, no, but instagram's so much worse every now and then i go on i'm like it a it recommends me so many things that aren't people i follow it's insane and i'm like this is what people are watching and it'll be like a three second clip of some like half meme like it's so meme yeah. energy at least tiktok you're like watching potentially a two minute video that's yeah. like explaining but something. then that's even worse when at the end they're like that shaved ice cream was so great now join me tomorrow for how i take you down my street in toronto like <laughs> it's crazy that i'm watching people like walk down the street in toronto yeah <laughs> like that's my entertainment like 
and I'm not wanting to watch it, but I'm finishing it. But it is new, you know? Like, we're just, everything is about, like, what's novel, what's new, and when it's no longer. Like, Instagram's no longer novel and new. Yeah. And so people are, like, looking for new ways, like, being more normal, experiencing things that, like, it's easy to romanticize stuff that is normal. Are we old? Am I old for being on Instagram all the time? Like, probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. sure. Like, I bet, like, I... I bet, like, if I, like, was hanging out with, like, a Gen Z then like, dm them, they, like, wouldn't get back for, I don't like, know. a week. <laughs> I love your narrative. I bet <laughs> they, like, wouldn't get back or, for like, a week. Or, like, do you know what I mean? Like, would they be like, oh, wait. Like, you know when you check Facebook every know. month and then you're like, oh, I have messages? Yeah. Like, are the, are the people like that, like, to Instagram? I don't know. Whereas if someone DMs me, I'm like, hey. We'll never know. We're too old. Oh, God. Okay, cool. So, next week, we're going to be maybe doing twins. We're going to be doing something about heat waves. We've got lots of stuff coming for you. <laughs> I love how you always give a little preview. I'm like, don't commit yet. I don't yeah, know what true. we're doing. No, Let's I'm wait until you see where we're at. All right. Okay. Thanks so much, y'all. Thanks. Make sure subscribe. Love y'all. Peace. Yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 